Some families were born into. Some families are made from the ones we meet along the way. Our families are built on love and traditions, the memories we share, and knowing that life is better because we're together. Pure Life, 100% pure quality water, refreshing every moment together. Visit purelifewater.com and discover where to buy Pure Life. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Oh, Maisie, it was an exciting week, wasn't it? What a week! Finally, some movement from some of the teams. Some drama, and we love a bit of drama, don't we? Oh, we do love the drama. If our listeners could see the Big Kick Energy group chat, we'd love the drama. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Maisie's constantly leaving the group. No, no don't paint me to be that person in the group. You've already mentioned that I like to leave people on red, which is not true. I'm just, I'm just on my own clock. That's what I would say. You're just busy. You're just so busy. Well, no, because now that sounds worse because it's implying that nobody else is busy. <laughs> I am busy <laughs> of the same level of everybody else, but I maybe have a different clock to everybody else. And do you know what? I'm I'm too busy being in the room with people. That's my problem. So I don't like to be on my phone all the time because I like to give people in the room my full attention. Yeah, that's what everyone says about you. She's too kind. Yeah, yeah. That's what people say about me. <laughs> Maisie Adam. Oh, sometimes she's too nice. It's her own downfall. Yeah. Yeah, people walk all over her. Do you think maybe that's that <laughs> that might have been Bristol City's problem so far this season? They're too nice. They're too they're just nice girls. Um Maisie, can I tell you something really quickly? Yes, please. Um I put up a picture of uh, myself in a the thing we need to say is that you've got a cracking pair of pins. There, I've said it. Thank you. And I don't think you mind that. So I went into a house of mirrors. What where well, hang on, hang on, why? Why? Oh, because I had time to kill. I'm on tour. You know what it's wait, like. Wait, wait, wait. You weren't with your little one. You were on your own in a house of mirrors. I was on my own in a house of mirrors. Susie. You know what it's like when you're by yourself and you're on tour? People will recognise you and be like, is that Susie Ruffle on her own in a house of mirrors? Is she okay? Yeah, everyone's doing that. Everyone's talking about it. And no, I'm not. I'm never okay. Go for a coffee or a, or a walk or something. Why did you go to... Well, I went for a walk. Around a house of mirrors. I'm really sorry that you've said this as if it's a normal person, but I'm not letting it go. Where, where was the house of mirrors? <laughs> it was in... Oh, man, where was I? Oh, my God, you can't even remember because the house of mirrors was too much for you. It wasn't too much for me. It was in Southport. Right, you went to Southport, had a bit yeah. of time to kill, and yeah. your brain immediately went to, I'll go walk around the house of mirrors for a bit. Well, I guess so, yeah. Do you have to pay to go in? No. It's free. I wouldn't be parting with my hard-earned cash. The idea of you of you going up to somebody going, one ticket for the House of Mirrors, please. And people <laughs> go, was that, was that Susie Ruffle? Better than the House of Gucci. God. <laughs> one, t- <laughs> one ticket for the House of Gaga, please. <laughs> but 
But here's the thing, that, that, that's not the story, me going around House of Mirrors by myself. There was a mirror that made your legs unbelievably long and your body really small. And I shared it. And I'd say I was inundated with people saying, why have you got Goosey's legs on? Don't you do- Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You were, you were half Pacey, half Goosey. I was half Pacey, half Goosey. I thought you'd like oh that. Oh my God! Can we can we see this picture? Maybe you can share it on the stories when this episode goes out. I will do that. Should we do a show rather than talking about me having an existential crisis in a house of mirrors? I think we probably should before you go around another childhood attraction on your own again. <laughs> Listen, the teacups were great. Welcome to Big Kick Energy with Susie Ruffle and Maisie Adam. It has been quite the weekend. It has. Honestly, there's been a few upsets and a few finally, finally victories for some teams. So it was six games, 21 goals in total. Should we do our broadcasty bit and give everyone a rundown if they're not across it currently? I think we should. Okay. Manchester United women five, West Ham women nil. Tottenham, 1. Liverpool, 1. Everton, 0. Chelsea, 3. Man City, 0. Brighton, 1. Seagulls! Seagulls! Uh, Bristol City, 0. Aston Villa women, 2. And then here's the biggie. Leicester City, 2. Arsenal, 6. Oh, oh my word. Quite a, quite a mad weekend uh, all yes. round, Sus. Uh, at the end of that, Chelsea still looking ridiculously strong at the top of the table with 16 points. And at the bottom, sadly, Bristol City with three points. But only it's only Bristol and not Aston Villa down to goal mm. difference. So it's still all to play for in who's going to be stuck in that relegation spot. So, Maze. I'm not 100% sure on this, and maybe some of our listeners that are, you know, the Pacies of the gang might be feeling similarly. When it comes to relegation, how does it work? Is it that the, the, the two teams in bottom place have a playoff? How does it how does it go? No, it's it, it's sadly not an X-Factor. What did they used to call it? It's not, a, obviously not, it wasn't a sing-off. It's like a sing-off, though. Basically, it's not like that, where you've got a play it off against each other. It's If you're in that bottom position, if you are 12th, you're going down. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So there's one team that gets relegated out of the WSL. Obviously, in the men's uh, Premier League, there's three. Right. So Bristol City have gone from probably having the best season of their life last season to the worst this season. And is that very normal? Is that how it goes? Yeah, it does mean that. Yeah, and it is quite a tricky thing to adapt to, isn't it? Because you've like, I guess, sorry to bring it into our world again, it's like when you go from the open mic circuit to suddenly doing like proper clubs, you know, big, big gigs with other big professional comics who've been going yeah. for ages and you feel a little bit like, oh, crikey. But there's every chance you can still have a belter mm. of a gig and sometimes even like be the winner of that gig. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. Um, it's just Have yeah. I done too many comparisons to both our own industry and X Factor? Always. But that's just who you are. Yeah. And I don't want to change that. No, that's that's me. I'm too nice and I love X Factor and our job. <laughs> <laughs> 
bless your heart. Should we talk about Leicester and Arsenal? I think we should. What a game. Well, I mean, what a game. So they were 2-0 up at half-time and Leicester looked so in control. That changing room at half-time must have been mad, mustn't it? Of like, can't believe it, 2-0. Yeah, but then the second half, I don't know what the coach, Jonas Eidevelt, said to the team at half-time. But they came out and basically everyone got a turn at scoring a goal. I mean, it was, yeah, it was a brand new, refreshed Arsenal. That Jonas Eideval, like, if you've ever seen him, you know, do you remember when you said when we were doing the World Cup about the Swedish team all looking incredibly Swedish? That's Jonas Eideval. Yes. He's this blonde, very sort of calm, the way he talks. He's just so Swedish. So... A little bit of me thinks, well, surely that half-time talk you'd think would be all guns blazing. Go, what the hell are you doing, Arsenal? You get out there. I want six goals. I want you all to have a blooming go. But it's Jonas Eidevel. I think it was probably matter of fact. And maybe he just calmly explained that the aim of the game is to get it in the big white thing with the net at the back. Yeah. Like, this isn't great, guys. Four goals in 12 minutes. Four in 12 minutes. But they must, they must have yeah. felt like Leicester had yeah. whiplash. Yeah, they must have thought, like, is this the same team from from the first time? I'm going to bring back to our industry. Oh, yeah. You know when you're having a gig and you can't quite work out why? Something doesn't get a laugh that normally gets a laugh. Where you go, has something happened here that I've not been aware of? Has there been a noise in the room? Yes. Or is someone yes. that was on previously done a bit of material like this because there's been a sea change and I can't quite work out why. That's what Leicester must have felt. Like, like wait, <laughs> hey, what? No, no, this is our go. No, we were doing this. Yeah, yeah. When you see people and they're doing like 20 minutes and they've got the audience in the palm of their hand for the first 10 and then out of nowhere, it just all goes, <laughs> all goes wrong. <laughs> so they've, they've usually like said something really offensive 10 minutes in just as the audience were really warming to them and you go, oh, what? why? Why? Yeah. You had it. You had it in the palm of your hand. Stop slagging off your wife. Yes. You had this gig in the palm of your hand and then you called your mother-in-law a really bad word. Yeah. But uh, Lester didn't call anyone's mother-in-law a really bad word, but they did have... As far as we know. We don't know what happened in that team talk at half-time. No, but Arsenal were... In that second half... They were relentless. Yeah, they they didn't let up, did they? Have you, um, have you ever like given yourself a motivational talk like before a gig? Every morning when I get out of bed. Come on, Ruff, she got this. Stop crying. In your little hall of mirrors, were you doing a motivational talk to yourself in there? <laughs> well, yeah, because you can then pretend that it's someone else. That couldn't possibly be me. Look how long her legs are. It couldn't be me talking to myself because we've not got eye contact. <laughs> oh, my God. This is why you went, isn't it? You went for free therapy. You were like, I want to give myself a, a, a pep talk, but I don't want to feel like I'm going crazy. I know what I'll do. I'll go to a hall of mirrors. <laughs> oh, once again, you've got me. I absolutely love that somewhere in the UK, someone is telling somebody a story, going, and I walk into this hall of mirrors with the little one, and you'll never guess what we see. Susie Ruffles there, pointing at herself in the mirror, going, you've got this. You have got this. That audience tonight, they've paid to see you and they love you. They love you. It's all to play for. Yeah, and the friend will go, sorry, who's Susie Ruffle? <laughs> so congratulations to Arsenal, who absolutely smashed their second half. Talking of exciting moments, oh. shall we talk about Brighton? Yes, please. I think now we're seeing, I know that we had a slightly rocky start to the season, but I think we really saw what the Seagulls were capable of. I think I think Man City were off their game. But how they rallied 
And it's worth pointing out that the Seagulls have never beaten City before. So good. But our keeper, Sophie Bagley, she made 13 saves. Let's talk about that. 13 saves. Yeah, yeah, I mean... That is phenomenal. Yeah, that's a that's a good old shift from uh, from Bagley there. A, a proper a proper team effort. It was it was amazing to see. Maybe that's why Melissa Phillips ended her her post match team talk. Did you see they put all the hands in and went yeah. team on three one two three team. And I just thought that they'd shout Brighton or Seagulls or something a bit more specific than just team. But maybe it's that they're just trying to get that essence of teamwork there of like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're improving on the scoring side, but also players like Sophie Bagley are really stepping up and being a safe set of hands. Yeah, really, really. No, I mean, Chloe Kelly, oh. she did not give up. No, she's so terrifying. She was. She didn't once give up. I mean, at one point I was like, Chloe Kelly must be thinking, come on team, why is no one yeah. rallying like me? There was a point when she walked it's... over to take a corner and it looked like she was thinking sod this i am so annoyed because yeah. she just there were so many good saves and so many great defensive boots out of that area it's such a good such a good point to bring up Sue. like let's not forget this is this is the city team where the attack is made up of chloe kelly lauren hemp and bunny shaw like you mm. are you are up against it there and brighton kept that wall up it was amazing mm. we should give an honourable mention to the efforts of Man City because mm. they had 35 shots compared to Brighton's six and they had 66% of the possession. But I think this result proves that only one statistic matters, that's scoring goals. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you've got 66% of the possession if you're not putting it in the big net at the back of the pitch. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, once again, it really makes you note how good our keeper is. And that defensive yeah. line because they just couldn't get it across. And that's yeah. and that's yeah. really exciting. And I'm so excited because next week I'm going to see the Seagulls at Broadfields. I can't oh, wait. Is that, that's Arsenal, right? That's Arsenal, which I'm a bit, look, let's be honest, I'm a bit frightened about it because, you know, we saw what Arsenal did to Leicester. I don't want, yeah. I don't want yeah. that thrashing. And they're coming with that confidence. Uh-huh. But Brighton should be coming with a fair amount of confidence too. Yeah, so. this is now a Brighton, a Brighton side that are coming straight off the back of beating Manchester City. They got a draw against Man United last time. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. It was so very nearly a win had it not been for that Ella Toon equaliser and, and that oh heartbreaking uh, last-minute equaliser mm-hmm. for United. So I think there's every chance, Suze. It's all to play for. I'm very jealous. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. And I think it's sold out. And too right, it should be. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I I think you're right. Have an amazing time. Thank you. Don't worry, I'll be here to report back everything. I'll make some little uh, voice notes. I'll try it. I'll give you a little bit of half-time update. Don't you worry, I will be across it. Let's talk about Man U. They had a brilliant game, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. West Ham less so. So they're still undefeated this season with three wins and three draws. So Mary Earps kept a clean sheet. Was it ever in doubt? You know how I love clean sheets. I do. Don't you love getting into a clean bed? Oh my god! Why hasn't Mary Earps got a like sponsorship deal with like Dunelm? Yeah, Dunelm. Or I was. I, I, I guess Dunelm is more glamorous than what I was going to say. I was going to say like Daz or oh yeah, like Purcell. keeping clean sheets. Yeah. Oh, she should have. It's not just my jersey that I want to be clean. Yeah, she should. You can absolutely picture her getting a big 
big load out the washing machine going, you know I, I love mean, a clean sheet. Should we be working in advertising? I think so. I think it's probably weird if we do get to, the next time we do and yeah. find ourselves uh, lionessing, if we are lucky enough to be in the presence of Queen Mary, it might it might be a bit weird to open with the our idea that she should be <laughs> the face of Daz. Mary, have you thought about being the face of Daz? It's a bit partridge, isn't it, to just go up to her going, Mary, hear me <laughs> out. It's you and a, a box of Daz, eye contact with the camera, and you just say, you know I love a clean sheet. And look, I, I would say after a few drinks, you know, we've all gone on to a bar, that's when you'd slip it into conversation. Oh, okay, okay. Halfway through the all-bar one. Uh, exactly. Okay, okay. So the Hammers have only had one win so far this season. Oh, the West Ham woes continue, don't they? It's, it's tricky. They're only one point off the bottom of the table now. Yeah, that's right. You'd be really frustrated as a West Ham fan because it's a, it's a bit of the, the Aston Villa and Bristol City problem yeah. of like, you're actually, you're not doing, your, your football looks pretty decent when we're watching these games. Mm. It's just the the... The margins are so small in this yeah. league. I was looking at that table, Suze, you know, when you were saying about like goal difference. There is only three yeah. points between any team and the one above them. So the gap is getting so small. Yeah. So every game yeah. matters. It's not sort of like, oh, well, you can, you know, have a have a rough spell and then find your form later on. Every game matters. I mean, considering that there's only those tiny margins for everyone. It sort of makes sense what Emma Hayes was saying a little while ago about there being there should be more teams yeah. in the WSL. Yeah, so that teams like West Ham can have this sort of weird form that they're undergoing, but there's more chance of them staying in this top flight or there's more chance of yeah. them not being so close to the bottom when they're performing pretty well, let's be honest, and the same for Aston Villa. Yeah. But then I guess the flip side of it is that Less teams in a smaller league makes for really exciting play because literally every game yeah. matters. And you can be like, you know, we as Brighton fans, we've had it. You can you can have great games of brilliant football, but if you don't get those three points, you're in trouble. So it's it's a weird puzzle to try and solve. But like, it must be tough. So looking at this game, Man U five up. Like once they're once it's three or four nil, and that it's obvious there's no chance that you're going to win. How does a team? keep in it how do they keep the pecker up for both teams do you mean of like how do you not call it a day if you're West Ham yeah yeah West Ham go oh do you know what I have just had enough <laughs> I've, I feel really tired now and it doesn't feel like I'm going to get anything from this and Man United going I think we've made our point mum can you come and pick me up <laughs> yeah I don't want to go home on the bus I know, I know, but it, it's got to be, if you're like, I, I do love that in football when a team will be four or five nil down in the 80th minute and they're still giving it everything. Yeah, that's amazing, um, really. And and same for, for teams who are on the other side of that coin of, of five nil up, absolutely smashing it. I guess from the winning perspective, you want to keep the clean sheet. That's Manchester yeah. United, you know, they'll have wanted to get as many goals and keep a clean sheet. But also you want to get, as, as we said, it's such small gap. So if you're Manchester United, okay, like they are currently on 12 points. Arsenal are on 13, okay? If they joined Arsenal on 13, you want to be able to go above them on goal difference. Yes. So if you've got a 5-0 win under your belt... Yes. That'll really help with that. So I think it's that motivation. And and then similarly, if you're losing, 
and it's going to send you more towards the bottom of the table. We've already said Bristol City and Aston Villa are actually on the same amount of points. It's just goal difference that's changing it. So you don't want to be losing a 5-0. You want to be losing a a 2-1 or something like that. Okay, so it was Tottenham 1, Liverpool 1. I felt like that was quite an evenly matched Yeah. Yeah, game? an exciting game. Normally, a one all's a bit a bit dull, isn't it? But um, a fantastic mm. solo goal by Norway forward Bize, um put, put Spurs in front. Bize, well, I said that French. I reckon it's Bizet, isn't it? A fantastic solo goal by Maybe. Norway forward Bizet put Spurs in front. Such a good goal. But Liverpool equalised through fellow Norwegian Sophie Haug in the second half. Mm. A Norwegian thriller. Yeah. Everyone was in one of those sort of cable net jumpers. It's mad though. Like I always think these Norwegian players, they're absolutely incredible in league football. And then Norway always seem to like, I don't want to like be too mean here, but they they tend to fall apart when we've seen them on the world stage. They had a bit disappointing World Cup. Yeah, We're still not over that time we beat them 8-0 at the Euros. It's a, it's a strange one. And it's the same in the men's game. Like, Erling Haaland is like the best footballer in the league, top goal scorer. Yet, so like last year, Norway didn't even qualify for the World Cup, so he didn't get to play. Oh, but do you know what? Do you reckon that it is nice to think, oh, I haven't got the stress, I'm going to go on holiday? Is that not how... I suppose so, actually. Yeah, that is that must be quite nice. I thought you were going to say, do you reckon that's when people like Erling Haaland are rummaging around going, surely I've got an Irish granddad. <laughs> <laughs> like after the Brexit vote. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe Bizet and Haug are going to start looking, going, um, uh, maybe, maybe I could be Swedish. Maybe I could be Swedish. Yeah, why not? It's very, they're all very close to each other, those Scandi countries. Yeah, surely, surely there's a cousin that's married one of a, a, a cousin over there, maybe. Surely. So Chelsea are continuing to be un. Deniable. Their game, Chelsea 3, oh Everton 0. Sam Kerr was among the goal scorers. Of course she also, was. shout out to Sam, Sam Kerr this week. She got engaged. Stop it. I've missed this. Did she really? Apparently so, yeah. Of course you're across this, this side of, of things. Of course I'm across it. Congratulations to Sam Kerr. I fatally told Susie to check out the drama happening in the oh, uh, yeah. US. <laughs> In, in, over in the US with uh, Ashlyn Harris and Ali Krieger. If you know, you know. Anyway, Susie yeah. ended up in a, a One Tree Hill scroll hole, I think is fair to say. <laughs> I think that's very fair to say. You know, I love a bit of drama around the game. Why not? As I said at the top, we love a bit of drama. Love a bit of drama. drama. <laughs> but wonderful news. Wonderful news for Sam Kerr. Who I assume listens. Yeah, friend of the show, Sam Kerr. Congrats. Congrats. We'll send a care package your way. <laughs> So this means Chelsea remain unbeaten and are already on course to win their fifth consecutive title. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Quite quite the send-off for Emma Hayes, that would be. Wouldn't it just? Now, it's been confirmed that she has been appointed as head coach She's off. of the USA national team. Yeah. Mega. Did you read about what the interview involved? No. Oh, my God. This is wild. I made a note of it. Okay. So apparently the interview to be the head coach involved psychometrics and abstract reasoning tests, in-depth discussion of strategy, coaching philosophy and the current player pool, as well as evaluation to the reactions of pressure, culture building and interactions with players and staff. So there's, there's no room for where do you see yourself in five years or what's your biggest weakness? Biggest weakness, Lion Bars. Five years, hopefully, sitting in Brighton, having a nice time. Still stuck in a mirror maze. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
mean, some of the stuff, I think I, I, I think I can understand. It's a lot, though, isn't it? But what on earth is yeah. psychometrics and abstract reasoning tests? Well, if you don't know, I guess you, you didn't go up for the job. Meter wheel. Did she, have to, did she have to do a lap of the pitch with that meter wheel from school? <laughs> Maybe I haven't that. thought about a meter wheel in such a long time. I know, that weird pizza wheel thing. Yeah. And then an abstract reasoning test does sound weirdly physical. Like, I'm imagining it's like the bleep test. Oh, no. I think abstract reasoning would be you've lost this amount of players. You've gone down to 10. You've got to do something. No? I mean, you're looking at me like, <laughs> Ruffle, you've been interested in football for 10 seconds. I'm, I'm loving the jazz hands as you're explaining it. That's what I was really here for. Oh, it's not jazz hands. I'm just convinced there's some Italian in me way back when. You looked like a director trying to give your actor motivation, going, you've, you've lost a player. You're down to 10. That's what it's like working with you. I feel like I'm constantly trying to give you some help. So wait a minute. Psychometric tests assess your interpretation of charts, graphs, data or statistics, navigating your ability to deal with numbers quickly and accurately. Okay, so I was wrong. Fine, fine. Bloody hell, that's dull, isn't it? Hang on. Data and statistics. That's not why you get into football coaching. No. That's why you've got all of those people around you with the iPad to come on and go oh you want to bring this person who's faster or oh I always just thought they were catching up on their boxers (laughs) you thought you thought when those people come and crowd Emma Hayes at the 70th minute they're coming in going by the way you've got to check out Succession (laughs) yeah yeah he's dead (laughs) (laughs) Uh, where do you see yourself in five years Mays Oh, God. Um, I would say at least three more sports broadcast awards for Big Kick Energy. I'd hope so. A live stadium tour where, oh, my God, don't, you've actually set me off now, where, like, imagine if we could do those blooming big stadium tours that people like Chris and Rosie Ramsey do, but we're doing it with Big Kick Energy and everybody comes in their football shirts. Are you Chris or Rosie in this scenario? It's hard to say, isn't it? I guess. It is hard to say. It is hard to say. Can you do a Geordie accent? I, I don't think I think I, I wouldn't be able to gig ever again in, in Newcastle if I attempt a Geordie accent. I think that's fair. But wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that that's that's where I'd like to see myself in five years. And maybe maybe signed maybe signed as a lioness. Do you know what I mean? That, maybe. That feels most likely. What's your biggest weakness? Oh my biggest weakness. I'm too nice. <laughs> I guess I just care too much. My biggest weakness are halls of mirrors. Um, Chelsea doesn't seem to be affected by the news that she's leaving, though. They're like a well-oiled machine, aren't they? They really are. They really are. Very efficient, very reliable. They're Henry Hoover. They're Henry the Hoover. Yeah, yeah. You know where you are with them. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why I'm mentioning so much household appliance. We've gone from Daz to Henry the Hoover. I promise I do live a semi-glamorous life. Sure, sure, sure. It's, it's It's very, very good from Chelsea. We'd expect nothing less. You know, winning the WSL and the Champions League yeah. for the first time might be motivating them to give Emma Hayes, as I say, the best leaving present imaginable. She's done excellent work for this club in the time that she's been there. Um, mm. So maybe it's maybe it's that sort of maybe it has been a motivation for the team of like, right, let's do it for the gaffer. Yeah, and who do you think, if you had to guess, would you have a punter who might take over? Sunita. Of course. Obviously. I actually, I've got Sunita's number. We did a job together. We're still quite friendly, just so you know. <laughs> Text her. Tell her the job's going. Go, hi, hey, babe, Sunita. How are you? It's Susie Ruffle. She's lovely. Right, Bristol City nil, Aston Villa 2. So Villa finally got their first win of the season, thanks to two late goals. But, oof, 
Megan Connolly scored an own goal, which doesn't feel good. And then Ebony Salmon scored in the right net. Yes, in the right, in the correct net. I, I mean, I, I felt sorry for Megan Connolly here because I I didn't think yeah. when I watched it that it was an own goal. It looked like it yeah, looked like Eb- so. Ebony Salmon's again. And then I think it was just one of those where it, it accidentally clipped. Deflection. Yeah. You know, it's not like those own goals where you go, oh, what were you doing, yeah. you absolute yeah. spoon? Do you know no, what I totally mean? totally agree. And a real shame for Bristol City, as they had the best chance of the game before Villa got their goals. So This is it. I thought they had it. I thought, oh, my God, it's going to be another loss for Villa. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Should we share some other news about what's going on? Across the country? Yes, please. What else so, is happening in the world? In the, in other news, the next game in the Welsh Adran Premier League this weekend, things stay as they are with Cardiff City at the top, Wrexham second and Swansea City third after seven games. And in the Scottish Women's Premier League, the top three remain Rangers and Celtic with Glasgow in third. And uh, my friend Jill Scott, don't know uh, if I've mentioned that uh, I'm friends with Jill Scott, but my friend Jill Scott became the latest Barclays WSL Hall of Fame inductee alongside Ellen White and Anita Asante, which was excellent news. Three brilliant players there. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Did you ring Jill? Did you FaceTime Jill dancing? Say congratulations. Uh, I didn't actually. Uh, uh, She's, you know, she's in Mexico at the moment, but uh, we've we've been WhatsApping. We've been WhatsApping. I said congrats on WhatsApp. I'll be honest, the relationship I have with Jill now is um, I I still am really, really nice because as I've said, I'm I'm too nice. That's my thing. And Jill will just reply with, I think it's described in their world as locker room banter. But yeah, she'll usually just say something sort of mean, but I think it's all lighthearted and fun and a a joke and, and definitely just banter like as as two friends you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah almost certainly yeah. um should we read some emails so we've got an email here from Daisy an Arsenal supporter she writes I didn't watch the NWSL championships but I saw that a midfield player briefly had to do a stint in goal my question is if you had to choose an outfield lioness to go in goal who would it be well that's a great question Daisy also I love it when this happens it's very exciting you see these outfield players strapping on a pair of gloves and they immediately look wrong on them it's like they've put oven gloves on Like they put Mickey Mouse hands on. Yeah, exactly. Like those foam fingers <laughs> that you go to a baseball game with. Or something. Um, um, Millie Bright. Who for me. would? We, oh, outfield player. Oh gosh. I mean, Millie Bright's quite a unit, isn't she? So I think she'd she'd have the. I just said Millie Bright. Did we just say Millie Bright? I already said Millie Bright. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay, but I just love that you're agreeing with me. Oh, my God. So we both went Millie Bright. Millie Bright. Well, there you go. Yeah, absolute unit. Big reach. And I also think she's got a really cool head. You need that, don't you? Oh, like a calm head. Like, I thought you just yeah. were complimenting the shape of her head. Yeah, she's got a cool head. She's got a cool head. Hey, Millie. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's going to have to be Millie Bright. I think so. But great question. Thank you for that. Uh, meanwhile, Karen from Liverpool says, Hi, Pacing Goosey. Like Susie, I'm a newbie to the world of football. Your podcast has been alongside me like a trusted friend as I followed the Women's World Cup and began to build up my knowledge of and excitement for the beautiful game. Inspired by the Mighty Lionesses and your podcast, in the past 12 weeks, I've gone from knowing zilch about the game to... Joining a local recreational team, which was subsequently cancelled before I had a chance to place a boot on the pitch. Oh, no. Attending a grassroots game. Yes. Very good. Seeing the WSL Merseyside Derby. Excellent. 
having my first ever kickabout in my local park, yes, Karen, and feeling bereft after missing out on a Mary Earps shirt. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is it. This is our, our podcast listeners' version of the Taylor Swift tickets. You've got to be quick, otherwise, no chance. Karen says, my question for you is, do I need to pick a team to support right now? I've been going to as many WSL games in the Northwest as I can. Am I the only one who's been picking and mixing my WSL teams? Is this unacceptable in the world of football or are there others like me? What do you think? Oh, it's a good question. And I think it'll get a mixed response, Karen. It's a head and heart here. My head is saying, as Big Kick Energy co-host, I should say, no, uh, just go to all the football teams. It's lovely. It doesn't matter who you're going to see. Just enjoy the game. But my heart says, pick a side. Um, Right. So I, I think that's a bit strong, if I'm honest. Okay. I'm sorry. But I think like we're Brighton fans, but we will go yes. and see Lewis. We will go and yes. see Chelsea. We will go and see any team from sort of grassroots right up to WSL. But we're we're Brighton fans. Yeah. I think Karen, you've got to nail your cut. Is it nail your colours to the mast. post or nail your sail to the mast? Nail no, your colours to the mast. I don't know, but you need to nail colours... something to something. Yeah, you need to nail something to something. Yeah. with consent and. <laughs> Uh, I think I think you have to pick a team, but you can still go around following other local ones. I think so. Anyway, Great. Suze, do uh, you agree? Yes, I think I think it's nice to have a team that feel like they're yours, but I wouldn't put as much pressure as Maisie's putting on. It's a much better answer than what I gave. It's nice to have that sense of like tribal community that you're all in something together if you follow a particular team i do i do like that yes i think that's nice this is why you'd be a good pr person suze oh thanks for saying that appreciate that it's okay uh thank you so much for all of the emails should we have a little update on the fantasy football teams oh yes incredibly we've now got 1346 teams in the big kick energy fantasy league and i'm calling it we've got the biggest football league in the world amazing it's absolutely unreal i don't know how your team's getting on Suze, but i am currently 355th which believe it or not that's a good week for me yeah but you're you're still in the top quarter still in the top quarter obviously it was good i had erps got me six points Corsi got me six points Rachel Corsi mm. for Aston Villa, which was great. Mm-hmm. Six points from Jess Carter, six points from Millie Bright, and, of course, 12 from Sam Kerr. Yeah, incredible. I'm at 224th. Oh, you're higher than me. Oh. Yeah. Currently How many I'm points did you get from this week? 44. Ah, 53. I'm catching you up. 247 points in total, so it's pretty good going. Well, very, very good. Uh, who's who's doing the best in our league? So here are the top three teams in third place with 293 points is Samantha Piggin-Jones, manager of, oh, of course. the Legend yes. FC. Then only one point ahead in second with 294 points is... Only Cools and Horses. Love that. Excellent, excellent name. Managed by Amy Howard Downs. And top of the league after six games is Hannah Middleton-White's Cackles FC with 297 points. Great stuff, Hannah. Well done, you. Okay, let's have a look at what's coming up to look forward to it this weekend. Top of the table, Chelsea take on Liverpool. That will be a belter. Arsenal versus Brighton. Pacey is going to be there to cheer on the Seagulls. Seagulls! Yes! 
See you guys! Um, there's a big local derby as Man City take on Man United. 36,000 tickets already sold for this game. Incredible stuff. Woo! Uh, Leicester play Tottenham and Spurs could get into the top three with a win. Um, Aston Villa take on West Ham and there's only one point between them. So And they've really got everything to play for and both got something to prove. So that is bound to be an excellent game. Finally, Bristol City play Everton as 12th play 10th. A win for either team would also be huge for them. Predictions for the Seagulls game, Suze? I'm I'm hesitant to, to put a prediction and, and to be superstitious, but can we get one? I think it will rain. Oh, that's another first for Susie. Football in the drizzle. Do you mean on scores? Yes, I did mean the scores, yes. Uh, I hope. 2-1 to the Seagulls. Who wants the seagulls? I'm I'm happy with that. I think it could happen. I'd be absolutely over the moon. You never know. Come on, girls. Right. You can get in touch with us as always. It's bigkickenergypod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at bigkickenergypod. I've just realised there's two mirrors behind Susie, so I'm probably going to have to go now. It's been a few minutes since she last spoke to herself. In a mirror that's not facing back at herself. Um, <laughs> oh, what a what a sad little life, Joe. Bye. See you next week. Bye. 